0: Hello and welcome to Wiki Shuffle, the show where we shuffle Wikipedia. I'm Jack and I'm joined by Chris and Phil. Hello. Hello. And um, thank you for all of your feedback that you've given so far on the podcast. Um, There were a few dissenting voices uh, that were a bit disappointed by our format change in the second episode uh, where we decided that we weren't going to just go for anything that comes up on the random article button. We are tweaking it a little bit this time. Um, And hopefully, we'll we'll stick with this format, but we will inform you if if we change it. We will not be discussing any stub articles on Wikipedia.
1: Can you explain to me what a stub is? Because I don't understand. Yes, I can.
0: (laughs) That wasn't planned. I genuinely don't know. (laughs) It really wasn't. I just don't know what it is. So, a stub is when an article has very little information on it and it it needs a bit of boosting. And I think stub articles are generally possibly going to get the chop from Wikipedia Mm. if they don't get. More if they're they're not boosted by more information in a certain time period, so there's not enough to go on to talk about there.
2: Yeah, our, our moth um, entry from the first episode was a stub. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and we struggled. A little all, it, all it had got on there was the name of the moth. That was pretty much it, and then it linked through to other um, other pages. Yeah, yeah. so
0: um, stubs are out, and anything that just looks too boring, though, that we're not going to be able to get a conversation out of.
2: Unless, of course, it comes out the other side and is so boring, it therefore elicits a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Which does happen sometimes. Generally,
1: general. It's <laughs> like that, that joke, isn't it? If you carry on a joke for so long and you keep repeating it, it loses its funniness. And then because you keep doing it, it comes mm-hmm. back around again. Yeah. Like that um, Too Many Cooks thing. Do you
2: remember that? Yeah,
0: I didn't find that funny in the
1: first place, but
2: I, I think that was, was just good.
0: me. Yeah. Did you see that? I don't know what you mean. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> so funny, isn't it? So you'll just have to trust us a little bit. Um we we're, we're just removing the really dry and dull co- um, topics, and we will be left with nothing but solid gold uh, if there's stuff that we we think may be awkward to talk about, such as the civilian casualties in the Afghanistan war in two thousand and twelve uh, we will still talk about that if it's come up it's random we will do it. Uh, it just needs to have enough there to go on. Shall we begin? Yes, let's do it.
2: And so I have to pronounce this, do I? Okay, Gujon um, Valur Sigurdsson. That was my Icelandic accent. You're all welcome. Um, that was good for that little bit of Icelandic masterclass. Gujon um, Valur Sigurdsson. Like a chicken, Gujon. Like, oh, Gujon, is it? Are you familiar with who this person is? I
0: have no idea.
2: No. Oh right. Okay. Um, he, oh, I thought it was football. It's not football. Gujon Valur Sigursen, born eighth of August, nineteen seventy-nine. Okay? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, this is my favourite part of the podcast so far: <laughs> all pronouncing Gu- stuff. Gujon. Gu- Gu- There's little accents I think, I think all over it. One of them, over the U, is like an X as a as an accent. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, that, I that I
0: means. I think it's. Gjon That's my best guess.
2: Oh, you think that the G is silent um, in in Because Cigars- Sigur Ross. Well, I know, but it, it, I
0: think it is. It's something like Sigurus. It's like. Is
2: it? Have I been mispronouncing Sigur Ross all of my life? Yeah,
0: when people say, "Oh, it's not Bjork; it's Bjark."
2: Like, well, well, but that's, not a G, that's not a G, that's a different letter altogether. Uh, yeah, no, just... You know, <laughs> I'm very this, sorry. My,
0: this is my limit of my Icelandic knowledge, but... Everybody's desperate like to that. know who the hell
2: Gürgen <laughs> Vler Sigurarsson is. Unless they already know him, it's possible. It um He's an Icelandic handball player who plays for FC Barcelona handball. Mm, he must be good at handball. Uh, you would imagine that FC Barcelona handball is a prestigious team. I don't know whether that's true or not, but you'd imagine so, wouldn't yeah. you? Let's um, find out. Yes.
0: Uh, handball. I, I loved watching handball during the Olympics. I thought it was great. I watched like as much as I possibly could. It was the first I'd really seen of handball, and yeah, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to play this. I'm going to follow it. It's <laughs> so
1: good. I haven't thought about it since. It's the first time <laughs> I've thought about it since the Olympics. But it, it did. It, it looks like a lot of fun to play. Does it work the same? I don't know. But does it work the same as football, but just with your hands?
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty similar, sort of halfway between football and basketball. Apart from you don't bounce it. I can't. I can't even remember. Mm.
1: It's
0: it's a good a job you while. didn't
2: start playing it. Yeah. I'd say you can't use the statement. It's the same as football, but without feet. Because <laughs> that's, that's just ball. yeah. That's, <laughs> do you want to get that's my ball? That's such a fundamental difference. <laughs> yeah, it does.
1: It does make a difference. Yeah
2: yeah that's like saying swimming is running but in water that's their difference they're too different for that kind of direct comparison
1: yeah you're right I was, I was trying to think of ways to say how it
2: was but it just no you're right yeah, yeah. I can't I can't elucidate on that I don't know what it actually does involve I do know that the Europeans love it mm-hmm. they, they lap it up um, and this much is evidenced by um, the fact that I'm going to go for it one more time Guosjon Velursigurusen that was better it was just more confident. <laughs> okay. let's,
0: let's call him GVS from now on. GVS,
2: as, yep, yeah, GVS, um, was the Icelandic sports person of the year, 2006. So this guy's a big deal mm. in Iceland with a population of... See,
0: 2006 of... as well. Iceland had some pretty good football players at that point. So, you know, I mean, yeah, he must be good. Yeah. This is a nation with a quarter of a million people. Like yeah. Less than Northampton.
2: I so d- it's not. But it's so big. The the statistic I that country, I always yeah. get is that Iceland is the same size as Coventry. So whenever I could, in my mind the two places are just linked. Um, so yes, they're very similar in that, terms of geography and, yeah. and beauty.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I um yeah I, I always associate Coventry and and Iceland as being
0: yeah. If someone in Coventry of offers um <laughs> offers a, a nice warm outdoor pool to you, do not go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, Guo John, or or G started his handball career young with Grotta on... Se- oh, my goodness. Come on. Gr- grotta on Celtic. Se- oh, that's just racist. That is racist. <laughs> oh, that was too much. You that slipped into racist. Oh, I felt there. really bad then. That was Swedish chef from the mother. <laughs> it was... Oh, I'm sorry. I apologise. I... You, who, like do, who do you apologise to? The people of Iceland. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. How many apologies have we had to issue so far? <laughs> That's at least
2: four. Well, all the people in Afghanistan was quite a lot of apologies as well. Yeah. Uh, Guojian started his handball career young with Grotta on Seltjiananez. Oh, wow. Just he, skip, skip it. <laughs> <laughs> he also played with K.A. Akeruli. This isn't how. And lost the Icelandic Championship Final in two thousand and one. Ka would win the year after he left, disappointing no. for him. After that, his professional career in Germany began with Essen. In two thousand and five, GVS won the European Championship with Essen. But later that year, joined Gummersbach. At Gummersbach, he was joined by the Icelandic national handball coach Alfreo Gislarsson. Gis Larsen, former sportsman of the year, has led Gummers training since 2006. At the World Championship in handball in Germany in January to February 2007, GVS scored the most goals, 66. He was also the player who played the most minutes in the competition.
0: Wow. Again, okay. it's
2: devoid of context. I mean, I wish him well. He looks... There is a picture um, of GVS here. He looks... To all the world, like somebody from Iceland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No mistake. He's got all, he's got all
0: the hallmarks hasn't he?
2: Yeah, he. I mean, he's a he's a handsome man. He's a. I'm. It's only a torso, but um, mm. I can tell he's a tall man. Mm. He's a but blonde he's adjusted, man. So. Um, blonde, blue-eyed um, Icelander with a cold stare.
0: Yeah, he looks like the kind <laughs> of guy who would be very um very warm and welcoming. But if you wronged him, he would fuck you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a gritty determination there, that's mm-hmm. for sure. You yeah. can see it in his eyes. Yeah. I think he's like... um,
1: Yeah, he's hard on the outside, but smooth like caramel on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I would describe... So that's like...
0: <laughs> that, that's kind of the opposite of what I thought. It, no, I think he's
1: got a gritty exterior. He looks like... He, you don't mess with him. You, you, don't <laughs> <want> then, <laughs> you don't want grit on your caramel. No. <laughs> then behind the eyes, he's got... He's, he plays with kittens and stuff. Okay. That's what I'm going to go for. Armadillo. Yeah. Do you we want... remember that Dime Bar Yes. I, saw that, I remember there being an armadillo.
0: Armadillo, smooth on the... No, hard on the outside, smooth on the inside. Crunchy. Dime Bar. Specifically crunchy. Crunchy rather than uh, hard. No. Okay. Dime Bar, soft on the outside, crunchy on the inside. Yeah, he's one of them. I, <laughs> I don't know why I was encouraging uh, people to buy uh, a Dime Bar, but we did for a short <laughs> Disney, period. I
1: hated Dime Bars. Yeah. They're not... Well,
0: I, I'm this is a bit of a generalisation but I know dime bars are huge in like Finland and Sweden so maybe they are in Iceland as well oh. because all those countries are the same <laughs> 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 they, they love being compared I'm sure
2: they do um, but, but we're British and so we just lump the entire world together yep. into one lump that's fine um, he's still playing so at 35 um, so his professional career has lasted uh, a decade and a half now Um, So yeah, he moved to FC Barcelona handball last year. Didn't do so well in the 2012 European Men's Handball Championship, um, where they finished 10th. Right, let's have our guesses at who won the 2012 European Men's Handball Championship. I think... I haven't looked yet.
0: I mean, probably the US.
2: The handball champion. No, it's going to be somebody European. It's got to be. Hungary. I, yeah. Latvia I think
0: Hungary are good I seem to remember that from our, my Olympic okay. I feel
2: like Germany have got a good chance I'm going to stick with Latvia right. I've, got a, I've got a hunch Okay,
1: Latvia I don't know Latvia haven't won anything okay. that's why I think they might be handball champions give them a chance
2: it was hosted in Serbia uh, ran Land from the 15th to the 29th <laughs> of January 2012 you're going to have to justify that statement <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of football and
0: uh, again, I don't want to generalize. But Ser- Serbian teams do spend a lot of time playing in um, in empty stadiums because all their fans are banned from from ah, appearing because they uh, yeah they they throw things and they chant and they uh, yeah yeah you
2: know.
0: I'm sure they're all, not all like that yeah because fighting that's racism with
2: racism is never going to work nope <laughs> who won okay so fourth place Spain oh. third place Croatia the Serbs loved that (laughs) second place was Serbia and the champions were Denmark Um, love the Danes no love for Latvia
0: yeah where did Latvia come?
2: Um, I don't think they they were in there, Macedonia, Poland, Slovenia, Iceland, Czech Republic, Spain, Slovakia, Germany, Norway, Russia, Denmark, Sweden, Croatia, Hungary, France and Serbia were in there.
0: Mm, yeah, very European. Um, there you go. I I really would like to play handball at some point.
2: They've proper filled the stadiums at this World Cup. Um, why, why do you think yeah. it's not
1: kicked off over here, then, if it has in other European countries? Well, it's because it's tangible, you know,
2: yeah, there's no kicking. Oh, yeah, we it's do like it. a kick, don't we? Yeah. <laughs>
1: we love kicking stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't answer that question. Um, but water polo, that's another one, isn't it? They, they love a bit of water polo on the mm-hmm. continent. Can't mm-hmm. get enough of it.
1: Are there any sports that are stuck to us that the Europeans don't like?
2: Snooker. Snooker, yeah, yeah we will love that. Catch. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's and uh, that's um, fine, because snooker's I the best snooker. sport.
1: Yeah, so, screw
0: it. It's ours. Yeah. Leave it alone. In fact, don't, because it's dying on its ass. Please play with it. It's almost a completely dead sport. now. Yeah. Uh, nobody's the Chinese are interested in yeah, you know, it. You know Snooker's in trouble when darts has overtaken it.
2: Yeah. Well, darts has got a little bit more European um, appeal, hasn't it? Mm. Uh, I love yeah. darts.
0: Um, curling? I think that's quite a British thing. Oh, the, the, Certainly, the, we, the Scots like, do well. Yeah, the, oh, the Canadians, yeah, Canadians yeah, like that as well. In fact, yeah, they're all... All the uh, yeah. cold nations enjoy it. Love a bit Erling, of girl. Uh kyber tossing We tend they tend to only do that in um,
2: yeah. um Scotland. Skittles. 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 Now anyone yeah, any pub games really Well anyone listening further afield than Northamptonshire and Leicestershire won't even know what Skittles is really? in the format that we're familiar what? with it. Really? Yep. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculously regionalized to the point where the Skittles tables only exist in this tiny little circle that we happen to live in. Seriously, Absolutely. I thought this was a nationwide thing. Nope, it's our weird They're little really, space. really, really local to wow. us. So most of the people listening will have no idea what a Skittles table it's a classic. is. Classic. Um, they'll think of the bar Skittles with the little, dra- and they'll think of the Skittles like bowling, mm-hmm. um, which is popular down in the West Country, but tabletop Skittles like we have here. It's not. It's not known.
0: Interesting.
2: It's more embarrassing.
0: Yeah, so we so is. we laugh at <laughs> we laugh at GVS for his well, we don't, but yeah, for know. his
2: obscurity.
0: Yeah, but yeah, who's the world champion? skittle player
2: yeah I'm pretty sure no skittle player has ever been named sports person of the year <laughs> <laughs> fair I mean I don't have all of the statistics at my disposal right now but I'm pretty sure mm. that um, no skittles player has ever been crowned now,
0: have you ever ten- attended that- the uh, the Rutland sports person of the year award <laughs> uh, I've been pretty sure skittles I've been world.
2: banned and I don't feel comfortable going into the details of why banned ban
0: from Rutland <laughs> in general <laughs> the entire area Rutland I'd love to speak about Rutland a bit, because um, why it's a strange little place. It's the smallest county, it is. and they've continually resisted being swallowed up by Leicestershire. Like, they've tried to do that quite a few times, the government, yeah, and, they got got and they've just bit, said, no, we are, we're our, our own little county, and they've stuck to it, and fair play. It's only, see, I'm just getting onto that now, but we're they're only, um, well, it's only 18 miles from north to south. Ah. That's not very big. <laughs> there you go that's the end of our <laughs> Rutland chat
2: that's true so we're, I feel like we might have covered GVS now um, I'm I think we should uh, move on to, to the next thing have made his acquaintance uh, 6 foot 2 he's a tall man 183 pounds I don't know what that means yeah what is that why, why did Wikipedia do that because America that's how they do it there, isn't stupid it? Stupid America. If anyone st- l- American listeners, no look, stop. Yeah, <laughs> I are you are you really going to defend the stone system? <laughs> are you going to say that's the way we should encourage the world to standardise?
0: It's, uh, it's just just being so stubborn that I don't care. We should stick by. <laughs> but it's we a just stupid. Imperial. It's uh, I don't it even know so how sense. many
2: pounds there are to a stone except 14. that it's a stupid number. Fourteen, obviously. That's a stupid number. Nothing, no numerical system should be base 14. Who made 10 the boss? Uh, It's a nice number. 10. 10 fingers. Yeah. That's
1: that's two thumbs.
0: (laughs) You you haven't been to Rutland. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. Um, Phil, do the honours.
2: Okay. What the world needs... What the world really needs um, (laughs) is an all-female tribute band to Iron Maiden. And if I was to form such a band, obviously I can't form such a band, I would definitely... What are we going to guess? If you were an all-female tribute band to Iron Maiden, what would you fancy calling yourselves?
0: I can't think of anything. Uh, The Steel Sisters. Steel Sisters?
2: Yeah. The Iron Maidens. Oh, okay. Of course. (laughs) The Iron Maidens is an American heavy metal band from Los Angeles, California. Obviously, that should be our American heavy metal band from Los Angeles, because that's how people are supposed to talk. Formed in 2001 as an all-female tribute act to English heavy metal band Iron Maiden, considered the world's only female tribute to Iron Maiden. There is a source for that, and that source is... Guitar Girl Magazine.
1: Guitar Girl Magazine?
2: Yeah. Ooh. Um, Don't know why that invoked such a reaction from (laughs) women instruments. (laughs) No, my mistake, sorry, that particular quote confirming that they are the only um, female tribute act comes from Guitar World Magazine. Uh Um, So I got that wrong. Um, The band consists of vocalist Kristen Rosenberg, bassist Wanda Ortiz... Ortiz. 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 Drummer, Linda McDonald. (laughs) Guitarist, Courtney Cox. The real one. That's a surprise departure there for Courtney Cox. Um, I thought all of that work work in Cougar Town got a bit much for her. Since 2010, a rotating cast of guitarists sitting in on the second guitar part include Nita Strauss, Nikki Stringfield, Neely Brosh, and others, all of whom have adopted separate aliases to mirror their Iron Maiden counterparts. It's oh, well, are, they,
0: are, are all of the names supposed to mirror the actual band members of Iron Maiden?
2: You're overestimating how many of the names of the members of Iron Maiden I know.
0: Yeah, well, this is what I'm more... Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Bruce Dickinson. I know Bruce yeah. Dickinson's is he name. Is still in Iron Maiden? Yeah, yeah. he's, 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 he's still the head honcho. Yeah. Fl- he
1: flies the plane. He flies the plane, He flies yeah. the
2: plane. Um, he writes the ancient history essays and um, does yeah. the singing.
0: I've seen Iron Maiden. Have you? Yeah, um, at Reading Festival. And of
1: course.
2: The... Where, where else would it be? You know, I'm not, I'm not going to see them... <laughs>
0: Um, they're not my thing but they had some fantastic uh,
2: I'm not
0: even sure what they are just backdrops just some fantastic oh, got backdrops man, huge got a name. just huge like banners that would drop down one for every single song and they must cost a, an cool. absolute bomb they've got um, a plane so
1: that was pretty cool. They're, they're pretty minted they're doing alright I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah the the whole of the continent of South America Loves them. Mm-hmm. They could just tour in South America constantly yeah. and fill stadiums every day of the year. Um, I, I'm not a fan. Might surprise mm. you to learn.
1: <laughs> uh, every now and again, I'll play partial to some Iron Maiden. Really? Every now and again. Not too much. I'm not, I wouldn't like to say I'm a mega fan, but if it was on, I wouldn't go, oh, turn that off. I'd go, oh, I would. Iron Maiden's on. I yeah. would. But maybe an all female Iron Maiden man yeah. would. Yeah. Especially My f- one that's led by Courtney Cox. <clears throat> yeah. And you said that she dropped off since she left Cougar Town. From the looks of it, she seems to have stayed in Cougar Town.
0: <laughs> uh, my favourite all-female tribute act is uh, a Led Zeppelin one that's not only all-female, but all-lesbian. <laughs> and
1: it... they're called Les <laughs> Zeppelin. For a long time, they were the only things that came up on Spotify, so you just had the purple version. Yeah, yeah, there was no Led Zeppelin on
0: Spotify. <laughs> Good, yeah.
1: Yeah, just before Led Zeppelin went on there, you just had no choice. Oh, well, I'll listen to this version. It's a bit different.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It seems like they came up with the name before they came up with the idea there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that might be true of the Iron Maidens as well, because, you know, it's good. Um, the, the S that they've added onto the back of the Iron Maiden logo um, is kind of in the shape of a snake. Nice yeah. work. They've got a website, theironmaidens.com. They're big business, the Tribute Act. Big business.
1: Yeah. It's like all those bands that play corporate gigs and stuff. They make a load of money.
0: I feel like having an all-female tribute act as well is, is a unique selling point. Mm. Would you prefer to go and see The Iron Maidens or Iron Maiden. Johnny Maiden? No, I don't know. Johnny Maiden? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I couldn't think of a good male tribute act name for Iron Maiden. So you went
1: with Johnny Maiden? <laughs> which It makes me think of just one guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just him. Just a one-man band. He's got an accordion. <laughs> the spoons and all <laughs> and that. And that drum that you have on your back, where if you stamp it, I don't know what they're called.
1: Doing <laughs> so that would bring your daughter to the slaughter. terrifying one, more, more like a rallying cry <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the Wicker Man. Uh,
0: I'm yeah, I've, I've not had much sleep, so yeah. Johnny Maiden is the best I could call.
1: up with. I'd rather see Eye. Well, actually, yeah, I'd rather
2: see I, Maidens.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: quite interested in the Iron Maidens.
2: Well, their first album in 2005 was entitled World's Only Female Tribute to Iron Maiden, which is really just hammering home that USP for you. <laughs> in case the name wasn't sufficient, they to titled... The... Girls, we need to get together. What's
1: the name of the band? How are we going to sell this album? Well, we are the world's only female Iron Maiden tribute band. Write that Bang. down!
0: <laughs> it's... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> there, it, there's the possibility that there could be another all-female tribute band to Iron Maiden, and then what are they going to do? They can't rename the album. One point. of the world's only female tribute acts <laughs> is not the as other. Cool. The other one, yeah, the, I the think, slightly better one. I
2: think then it just becomes a bit of um, a bit of trash talk, doesn't it, to the other so. female band mm-hmm. saying you don't even register you don't even register your your the zombie pictures of your band don't it's even useless. cut it exactly
0: Maiden versus um, Maiden fight
2: yeah I'm interested <laughs> okay. I'm interested to to learn more about your experience of seeing the Maiden um, at Reading I would I would imagine if I was in that scenario I wouldn't be able to pay the stage the remotest bit of attention I would be too interested in looking around that crowd <laughs> that's where the money would be for me <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I can't really remember I, I was a little bit drunk um <laughs> Uh, I seem to remember having a massive hot dog in my hand while I was watching. No, I was—I know that, that's so unlike me. Uh, but I was stood, I was stood quite far back, and I don't think I lasted through the whole set. I think I went to see Maximo Park or someone instead. Ugh. So there you go. I don't—I don't really have
1: uh, many I memories. That, so that would be ten years ago now. So. I think that would be quite. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a massive fan, but the stage show must be quite good. It but was, if you were, if you were too busy with yeah. the hot dog and the drunk...
0: Then... it was good for like five or six songs, but once you realise that the music is of no interest to you whatsoever. I just decided to wander off I think. But I can't really remember that much.
1: No, that's not a surprise.
2: There are a few really sort of in this bracket of very heavy metal bands that have got so huge beyond recognition and I just can't see why. I don't see, I can't understand how Black Sabbath or um, ACDC have got the breadth of appeal that they seem to have. Because their followers are so loyal. They, they, they just don't, and they, how are there so many of them? Because
1: they've been there since the beginning and they've stayed yeah. there and then they forced their kids to listen to it and now their kids are oh, there. But are there's them. not
0: as many kids that are into them these days. And the original there fans, are some you just don't want to hang around. The original them. fans are starting to die off now, so oh, yes, but... fingers crossed we'll have heard the last of these sort of bands. <laughs>
2: I wish them no ill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to die. I'm just saying
0: it's, it's a pleasant coincidence if they do.
1: You want them to just die quietly? Yeah, yeah.
0: That I
2: okay? think that's that, that's <laughs> the
1: opposite of their ethos. <laughs> that's what that's what I love most about metal bands That should be the name of their last album, though. Dying quietly. <laughs> <Late. laughs> that's not a
0: very metal band. I mean, there's there's the Associated Acts on um, on this page, and one of the Associated Acts is a band called Before the Morning, but not morning as in night and day, morning as in. Boo hoo hoo, somebody I know So has before died. the
1: morning is just but, like it's fine. Yeah, when
0: everything was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Truly <Tuesday>. really sunny <laughs> disposition. <isn't>
1: <laughs> That'll be a really <laughs> uplifting
2: album.
0: But that's the kind of that's the the that's an archetypal metal band name that is. Yeah.
2: Right. yeah. In summer two thousand and eight, Heather Baker and Aja Kim or Aya Aja Kim left the bands to pursue solo careers. Wonder how that's working out for them. <laughs> Have to say, they've not quite broken through as household names. Nah. They've had seven years cracking at it now. Heather um, Baker
0: is not going to break through. If she's in a metal band or if she's in any type of metal
1: music, Heather, Heather ba- Baker is the least it, metal name I've ever heard. Heather yeah. Baker! No. Don't like. No. Um, she needs to be like.
0: In Bucks Fizz.
1: Yeah. Cheryl's
0: sister. Yeah. Cheryl's sister they've kept in the attic for so long because she was so in time, She <laughs> was into metal.
1: Yeah hide her away i'm about to go into eurovision heather oh (laughs) stop it it
2: (laughs) it looks and this makes a lot of sense it looks as though a lot of the iron maidens fan base is based in japan of course course. um in august 2010 the iron maidens released a dvd of the japan tour titled metal gathering tour live in (laughs) japan 2010 the metal gathering um I mean, I don't know much about forming a band. I can't play an instrument and I have no musical skill whatsoever, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I could break Japan. I just get that <laughs> feeling that I could. It seems mm-hmm. eminently doable. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to be.
1: They just love everything. And I think it's anything like European, I think it does quite well in Japan from the sound. Anything
0: thing. European. Yeah. Any old shit.
1: Um, my favourite thing is about this
0: band. Uh, yeah, we did think that they may have had um, their names may be adjusted to fit the names of the, the band members, and I made them. But actually, they've all got individual nicknames. So for Bruce Dickinson, the vo- lead vocalist, is actually known as Bruce Chickinson. Do you get ah, it? Because she's oh. a chick. Because she's a chick. She's a feisty chick. Oh God, that's. Awful. And then the rest are all sort of around that that thing. But. Um, I I don't know any of the other names. There's one called Minnie Murray. I don't,
1: I don't know who
2: Murray is. Wonder Ortiz's stage name is just Steph Harris. I'm guessing that there's a Stephen Harris in the band. Yeah. So why did? Um... And so what they've done is they've just feminised the actual names of the band. I'm guessing because I I don't know the names.
1: Yeah, but the the chick one, she got to have a little bit of a play with hers. She
2: yeah. Does. All the others are just straight
0: up. Feminization of, of the names I think
2: they've probably realised that the rest of them nobody knows what the actual male versions True. are called anyway. Why why try? They spent so long with yeah. the name yeah. then it's pretty nice. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like in a U two tribute. Yeah. So you could have I don't even know what you would change Bono to if it was a Bono? Bono? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Where's who's Bono? <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know what you change Bono to in a female U two band. But I'm sure we can think of something. But the drummer? Who is the drummer called? Oh, I don't know Adam is it Adam I don't know oh, Adam Clayton Adam. Uh, he's well what's he... the bassist called then or is that The
1: Edge no, The Edge is the guitarist
0: well who's who's the bassist is that Adam Clayton <laughs> he's he's not the drummer and the bassist
2: I don't know that would be impressive <laughs>
0: there you go so it's yeah you wouldn't be able to convert it I don't know this bit's not very good I think we
2: should yeah. move on <laughs> can we ditch our idea for an all female U2 tribute band <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, are we done with the Iron Maidens?
2: I think the Iron Maidens have been... Um, done. Done.
0: Okay, if you would like to find out more about the Iron Maidens, you can go to the com and you can buy t-shirts and their website does very much look like it was made on Geocities in the year 2002. <laughs> Yeah. so have a look
2: <laughs> at the bottom of the page there's a lovely soft focus stars and stripes with the um, tagline we support freedom which is nice that is nice to the know thing, mm, the to thing to i know like about that, that, that the iron maidens aren't fascists <laughs> the because thing I, like I was this, worried
1: but i like about that is that's not a link that goes to nowhere <laughs> no,
2: <that's> just... <laughs> just we support it that's just integral to the yeah. whole being is that the Iron Man I thought they didn't. freedom. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought they were against it. <laughs> well, to be honest, it makes me a bit suspicious. Like, they're trying a bit too hard.
1: <laughs> what are you trying to cover up, maidens?
2: Sybil Headingham. Sybil Headingham is a large village and civil parish in the Colne Valley in, in the Braintree district of Essex in England. It is a population of 3,994, according to the 2011 census.
0: And this is what we're worried about, the, um. the dry topics
2: that come up. <laughs> well, it doesn't look dry at all. It looks very picturesque.
0: Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure Sybil Headingham is great. Headingham? Headingham. Sybil. Cibyl-
1: Cybel heading, heading, could
0: it be cybel? I think it's cybel. but then place name names, closer. especially in Britain, place names you can go 20 miles down the road and, and, they'll you, pronounce and you'll it yeah, pronounce it in, in a way you would never even could have considered yeah. it would exist. And it's in
2: Essex, so it's probably needs to be a good deal more slack jawed in the way that I pronounce it. It sounds
1: oh. a very awesome like oh. sort of <laughs> how, how many slam downs have we performed <laughs> today? It's a little bit like something out of a fantasy novel. Cybel Heedingham Headingham in the Colne
2: Valley in Braintree. Why are all our names so Twee? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is fairly true. So there's four best part of four thousand people in, in, in Cybell So we're going for Cybul- Headingham. Um it's got a nice church, as do all of these villages. Um it looks a bit bucolic. Whoa whoa whoa, whoa.
0: Bucolic.
2: Bucolic. <laughs> Go on. Countrysidey. Okay. It okay, does have an well. interesting fact. You're making me worried that I'm using bucolic wrong. Can we I've look? Never at heard the bucolic word bucolic. I don't. I don't. Bucolic means countrysidey, relating to the pleasant aspects of the countryside and country living. Bucolic. <laughs> Undersea also, so uh, not much going on in 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 Headingham so far. Uh,
0: I take exception to that.
2: What, what what have you? The
0: Doomsday Book lists the village together with Headingham Castle amongst the lands given to Roger Roger Bigod by the king. The land included woodland for 70 pigs that was in total valued at £4.
2: I stand by my claim that not much interesting is going on in the bulk of the description of Headingham. Do you think you could get such a good deal on pigs these days? (laughs) I don't think so. But I do want to know more about Dummy the Witch of Headingham.
1: Ooh!
0: Should I save this for our Halloween episode? to save that sound effect
2: Dummy the witch we can use it again don't worry okay thanks (laughs) Dummy the witch of Cybal Headingham circa 1788 to 1863 was the pseudonym of an unidentified elderly man who was one of the last people to be charged with witchcraft in England in the 19th century A long-time resident of Cybal Henningham, Essex, a small farming village in the English countryside, he was a deaf mute who earned a living as a local fortune teller. This is a tragic story. Please
0: don't tell me they burned a deaf mute.
2: (laughs) Dummy was accused by a local girl of bewitching her house in Ridgewell and dragged from the Swan Tavern by a drunken mob. Thrown into a nearby brook as an ordeal by water, he was also severely beaten with sticks before eventually being taken to a workhouse in Halstead where he died of pneumonia. Following an investigation by authorities, Emma Smith and Samuel Stammers were charged with his death and tried at the Chelmsford Assizes where they were sentenced to six months' imprisonment. So this was in 1863. That's not that far back, really. That's really, really not yeah. very long ago. For, be- for burning the, deaf mutes, that's not that mute. far back. it was
1: by water, wasn't it?
0: Oh, sorry, yeah, they didn't burn him. They, they just, just, drowned just drowned him. him. <laughs> well, no, he, he died of pneumonia, so he was yeah, he was thrown in a freezing cold lake and then beaten with sticks.
2: Yeah. Jeez.
1: So, yeah, I'm, I've gone off Wikipedia now. I'm on a bit of a tangent into... The Google archives and I found all sorts of spooky really? facts. Really? Yeah.
2: About the witch specifically or about, about the, the village.
1: W- the he- the he- Headingham, Headingham, Heedingham, what are we call that witchcraft case. Oh, someone of some woman called Emma Smith became ill. This is apparently Dummy, it was his fault. I think Dummy was blamed for the Yeah, a Emma, lot Smith of who, yeah. Um, Emma Smith is who Emma Smith is one of the people who
2: charged with the with the death.
1: The prisoner Smith still continued to urge the old man to go home with her, repeating she would give him free sovereigns and treat him well. Oh my Whoa. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot here. there's a lot of hair going on I, d- I don't think any of it ended well though or it didn't he
0: died so the only notable thing about this tiny village in Essex is the fact that they killed a severely disabled man hmm. for no reason
2: uh, well they got six months in prison for it so they got their comeuppance that they paid their due <laughs> 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 um. so if you could go to
0: prison for six months but you get to kill anyone you like who would you kill?
2: Can I just make clear that the fear of prison isn't the thing stopping me from killing anybody? <laughs> it is really. It is for him.
0: <laughs> Honestly, though, that is all that's stopping me.
2: Yeah, I get that feeling from him sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go to prison. There's a there's a glint, but there are lots of people you want dead. Yeah. Yes, I think he's got a list. But okay. six
0: months a pop, I'm up for it. Okay. If someone could sort yeah. out a deal for
1: me, well, who's I genuinely,
2: I genuinely don't have anybody on that list. Mm. Am I on your list? No, no,
1: you're not on my list.
2: Who's on your list? And
1: for what Um, crimes are they on there? The thing is, though, the thing with this list, it won't just be like celebrities or politicians or anyone like that. Some of them will be someone you know.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Bill from work.
2: (laughs) I don't know Bill from work. Uh... There's no Bill at work, as far as I know. Uh, Yeah, I mean... Not anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In the nicest way possible, it would be lovely to just stamp Nigel Farage's head until it was a mush
1: it would be lovely it would be, <laughs> it
0: would nice. be messy yeah i the,
2: the, they would rise in his place mm. oh, that's true that it, it achieves yeah, if nothing. You, yeah if you kill a yeah, politician they are going to yeah exactly yeah, two yeah. of
1: them that come in their places. what's that from is that a hydra yeah yeah is
2: that what a hydra the greek thing yeah you chop off a hydra's head and it grows two more back oh it's a pain in the ass to get rid of like a worm. <laughs> That's not what worms do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, contrary to popular belief, worms just die if you chop them in half.
2: Well, you seem to think they grow two heads back. <laughs> they don't, I don't mean, they
0: don't. God, I've chopped enough worms in my time. <laughs> As a young child, that's all I did.
2: This conversation is pointing to a childhood of chopping worms in half. Yeah, I can, I can and can pulling help. wings
0: off
1: butterflies. I used to do that. Oh,
0: You know what? There is,
2: there is someone out there who's listening to this that is ticking off
1: boxes with you right now. <laughs>
0: I did do the psychopath test recently. Oh, how did you do? Um, I think this you need to write it in blood. <laughs> I think you need thirty-four to be sort of psychopath material. And I think thirty-four I... murders, <laughs> <laughs> thirty-four points on this test, and I got—I think I got about thirty-one. I was close. I—I do have a lot of the behaviours of a psychopath, yeah. but I'm not a psychopath because I didn't
2: reach that
1: that limit. I, so... I don't.
2: Yeah, I feel as though that test might not be definitive yeah. and if you were a psychopath you'd probably lie about your answers anyway so <laughs> yeah it means nothing well, I, I found out an interesting thing about psychopaths recently um, which because of the, the lack of empathy that um, that psychopathy um, induces they psychopaths don't have the urge to yawn when they see other people yawn Oh. You know, the, the oh, really? oh, why do you do that? Of yours. Well, there we are. You're, yes. not, you're not a psychopath. Again, that might not be the only characteristic. Oh, yeah, good point. But um, I thought that was quite interesting. Mm. And hell, that's the whole point of this podcast, is to be interesting. So. Why
0: do we do that yawn thing?
1: Because
0: I really want to yawn now. It's just by talking about it.
1: Why um, does that happen? Go and find out. I, I guess it would be something to do with as a group. Signifying that it's time, it's time, it's sleepy time. <laughs> if, you, if we were all, thank like you, cakes. doctor. If we, if we <laughs> <laughs> well, if you feel like sleepy time, take two of these. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm never going to Sable Headingham.
1: No, but it's full of witches.
0: <laughs> no, there's no witches anymore. It's just they got murderers. Of that's full of because ghosts. they
1: killed all the witches. They killed all the witches and that's for the ghosts.
0: When was the last witch killed in Britain? Then it just said, Was that the last one? I think it was. It said one of the last. One of the last. Oh.
2: Um, the yawn reflex has long been observed to be contagious. In 1508, Erasmus wrote, One man's yawning makes another man yawn. Good saying. <laughs>
0: That's one, not one of Erasmus's best quotes. <laughs>
2: um, and the French proverbialized the idea to, Une bonne belle en fait belle one good gaper makes seven others gape. What? <laughs> oh, very French. <laughs> the, the suggestion being that how contagious your yawn is depends on its quality. <laughs> Do a okay. good yawn, you'll judge it by how many. Just tick off how many fellow yawners. Oh, um, wow.
0: Okay, if you want to see a lot of gapers, I know a, a special house party they have in Rutland every third Saturday of the month. Okay, I think we'd better end it there. You can find Wikishuffle all over the internet now. We are on wikishuffle.co.uk. You can email us at wiki sh- sorry at podcast at wikishuffle.co.uk. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wikishuffle. Twitter at wikishufflepod. Uh, and you can find our individual uh, Twitter accounts at Duke, that's J-double-O-K, Chris Wallace, one, two, three, and P.E. Sharman. Um, the only other thing we have to say this week is that we are part of a film quiz um, with two other podcasts, the Black Hole Cinema Podcast and the failed critics podcast. Uh, you can find that on failcritics.com. Uh, so if you'd like to listen to our sparkling film knowledge, then it's worth uh, giving that a, a listen. Failcritics.com. And that's us for another week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye.